Hey friends, and welcome to Her Soul, a safe space where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that God promises you. It's that Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey you guys, welcome in to this week's episode of Her Soul. It is your host Camille Allison and I'm praying you guys are having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, um, that this season of your life is going well and it's everything that you have hoped and imagined that it would be. And if it's not necessarily your best season and if you find yourself going through a bit of a struggle, I'm praying that um, you find your hope in God and that you just continue to endure and see everything through. You guys, I do not have a topic for this week's episode. (laughs) I don't know exactly where this show is going to end up, but we're going to talk about. I do have a few things on my mind that I wanted to share. So I just decided, hey, we will make this because isn't this the last episode of May? Yeah. So for the last episode of May, we're just going to make this a um, girl chit chat, catch up, sister talk type vibe. Okay, so grab some tea, grab some iced coffee, whatever you fancy, grab your water. Remember, we talked about drinking more water, Um, whatever you want. And let's just chat. And obviously, you guys, if we talk about something on this week's episode and you want to chime in, leave a comment, ask a question, whatever it is pertaining to this show, go ahead, y'all. My door is always open, literally My DMs are open. My messages, my inbox, everything is available to you guys. So find me on Instagram at Camille Allison underscore or even her soul underscore XO. uh, And I will get back with you. I promise you that. Um, And then that too will make me feel like I'm not just having a conversation by myself on this podcast. So um, yeah. So like I said, I don't know exactly what we're talking about, but I will say I have a couple things. So the first thing, I don't have any announcements. Um, yeah, I don't have any announcements. Um, but yesterday I was on Facebook and I saw my sister-in-law, future sister-in-law. She posted the famous Habakkuk quote, or not quote, but verse, right? From the book of Habakkuk chapter two. And this is the one that we all know. Normally, most people just know, write the vision and make it plain. And we think, oh yeah, you know, if I have goals, I need to write them down, create the plan and God is going to bless it. And yes, to a certain extent, that is true, but we never read things all the way through. And um, there's no difference with this verse. So it says, and I'm going to read the whole thing to you guys so we can get the full scope and understanding. But it says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And so um, that was the New King James Version. I kind of want to read one more version. This is um, a different version. It says, the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Okay. And this is talking about timing in our waiting seasons. And so I wanted to bring this up. 
because I feel like some of you need a little bit of encouragement and I see it and I know for a fact that there are those of you who have set out these extravagant goals, whether it's your personal development goals, financial goals, um, business goals, whatever it is, you've set out these huge goals and um, we all start out the year so fresh and ready to go and get things done and accomplished. But there are some of you out there who are not quite as far along as you thought you would be, right? There are some of you out there who just envision things to be different at this period in your life. You know, you're not exactly sitting in the, in the place that you thought you would be and you're, you're watching life kind of go forward and you not make the progress that you need to be making. And I see you getting discouraged. I see you losing your faith. I see you questioning whether you made the right decisions or went down the right path. I see it. And I just wanted to encourage you guys to wait your necessary time to find patience to endure. So I think about, um, you know, we, we want, we want, we want. And maybe not necessarily in the material sense, but still sometimes, yes, in the material sense. But like with our goals, the things we want to accomplish, we want them so bad. And we pray to God and we ask God that, you know, he blesses the desires of our hearts and grants us those things. And then I think sometimes we get mad, like if we don't get it when we when we want it. Right. I, I think of my kids when I talk to you all about this, because it's like they'll they'll come in here after school and they'll immediately want popsicles or fruit snacks or something like that. And you can't I can't give them what they want all of the time. Right. Kingston will ask for a toy or something out of the store. And in the beginning, when as, as a new mom, y'all don't judge me, I used to always give him the things that he asked for. But now as he's getting older, I'm realizing the importance of instilling value in him, right? And instilling the importance of understanding how to earn things, right? So that you can have a greater appreciation. If I just gave Kingston every toy he asked for out of the store, he'd become spoiled. He wouldn't really understand the value of hard work, earning, you know, really attaining something through dedicated work and passion, right? Same thing with us. The same thing God is doing with us. He's our father. He's our parent. And we are the children, the stubborn children who just cannot see past our own desires. And when we're stuck in these waiting seasons, we feel kind of like God has forgotten about us. Like he's being mean to us. Like, God, how could you? You know, this is what I want. And really, do we ever stop to consider that maybe God is trying to grow us? And show us the things that we need so that we can fully appreciate the entirety of what he's about to bless us with. I don't think we do. I think sometimes we forget that little piece, right? We need that molding. We need the shaping. We need the pressure to really, really be who God has called us to be, to have the experiences and grow in the way that God needs us to, honestly and truly. And so if you find yourself in this waiting period and, you know, you're finding yourself starting to become, um, you know, thinking that you might need to give up on the goal, starting to resent God because he hasn't blessed this vision in the same way that you thought he would. Right. If you find yourself in that position, my prayer for you today is that you just find the little piece of encouragement to keep going with what it is God has already put on your heart. And to really appreciate all of the little pieces, all of the little setbacks, 
all of the delays, everything on this journey. Because it, in every lesson, there is a blessing. And that, it sounds cliche, but it's the absolute truth. In every lesson, there is a blessing, something to learn, something to glean. And if we're so caught up in what we want and we want it now, we're going to miss out on those things. And then when we look up, we're just going to be stuck in the same place over and over again. So in that, along those same lines and in that same idea, you know, we might not be as far along as we think we should be, but we are exactly where we need to be, exactly where God has us planted, where he needs us to be right now in this season of our lives. And so we have to find out how can we make the best of what's going on right now. We pray, God, show me what it is that you need me to do in this season. What do you want me to learn? How how should I govern myself in this season? I know I'm not happy with where I am, but show me right now in my life what it is that you need me to do. And like that prayer alone should bring peace into your spirit and allow you to move forward. So that's my little spiel on timing in the waiting season, even with relationships. I have, okay, so have y'all thought about that? Even with the relationships, those of you who may not be in a relationship right now and you desperately want to be in one, maybe you don't have kids or a family or married and you wish that you were and you can't understand why it is that all of your friends around you are getting engaged and having children and you aren't. Don't compare, but appreciate the season that God has you in. Trust his timing. What is for you is for you, and it will happen according to God's timing and his plan. We just have to really learn how to be patient. Patience. Patient. We have to learn to be patient um, and not be so hasty. Really appreciate the small, small nuggets that we get along this journey. I mean, y'all, we only get one life. Um, and we only, you know, are blessed to to do whatever it is that God allows us to do. And so let, why not enjoy it? Why not try and make the best of everything that's put on our plate? So another thing that I wanted to bring up in this little girl chat, sister talk, how, however you like to say it, is um, checkpoints. And the importance of creating checkpoints with yourself. So I don't mean this necessarily as far as like, with your goals and your personal development goals and things like that. I mean, quite certainly, yes, you should have checkpoints for that. But this I'm talking about specifically are emotional check-ins, emotional checkpoints, where you really stop and take time to evaluate where you are mentally, where you are emotionally. Um, this is so important. And I want to stress to you guys just how important reflection and evaluation is to our personal growth. You will continue to stay stuck until you take the time to figure out who you are at the end of the day. Life, you know, we're carried through so many different phases in our life, right? If you want to think about, you know, you were in high school and then you went to college and then you went to grad school, or maybe you just went straight to work. Maybe you went from high school to the workforce. However it is, you're in a different season. You are uh, having new experiences, you have to figure out who you are in these seasons and your life is constantly changing, constantly evolving. People are coming in and out and it's really important to take time to evaluate who you are, where you are, you know, how you're feeling and doing and, um, 
All of that stuff is very important, not only for your mental health, but just for your your self-worth and really appreciating your individuality. So I wanted to encourage you guys. I and get your words, Camille. So on the show, I want to start talking more and more about um, parents and their relationships with their kids, how our emotional health impacts their emotional health, things like that, and really honing in on how you treat your kids. Right. And one of the things that comes to mind when I think about that is when my kids like I know that I need to be an emotional checkpoint for my kids and I need to have that open line of communication with them. Right. And my kids are one and three years old. You know, you might have kids that are that same age or older. We still have to be, no matter the age, an emotional safe place for them. Like I need my boys to know that I am an emotionally safe environment. Like they can come to me and tell me what they need to tell me, purge their feelings and feel safe, feel loved, feel unashamed of everything that they have going on inside of their little heads. Right. And that all starts now, though they might not be able to fully verbalize everything they're going through or really understand the process. I'm laying the foundation so that as they get older, they know that they can come and talk to mommy and daddy. Same thing that I'm, this same concept, y'all, I need you to apply to yourself. I need you to realize that you are an emotionally safe space for you, that you're not going to shame yourself, guilt yourself, that you are going to show yourself love no matter what it is you're feeling, experiencing, any of that, right? I think a lot of times there is a disconnect between, you know, our emotional health. There's a disconnect between our emotions and our mind. Okay, follow me. Our mind will criticize the emotions that we have and we'll lose sight of, you know, the honest feelings that we have in order to um, kind of fall under the pressure that the criticism of our mind has put in place. And the criticism of our mind, the judgment from our mind, all these things occur because of our own external inputs, right? These outside forces that have caused us to judge ourselves harshly, whether it's, you know, the way you were raised up, whether it's um, the current environment you're in, the relationships you have, whatever it is, those kind of form judgments in our mind. And inadvertently, we may not even realize it that we're casting those same judgments on ourselves, right? Saying, oh, you can't do that. You can't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. And so when we have these very real human you know, emotions, and we deal with these very real human things, if it falls into the category of don't do this, don't do that, that we've already put in place, we will judge ourselves and keep ourselves from growing. You are not creating an emotionally safe space for yourself. And this is important, not only for your emotional health and your mental health, but just for the sake of you being a person interacting day-to-day with other people, right? You want to be your best self so that you can be your best self with other people, right? To serve other people, to help other people. And this all goes a part of, is a part of that. And so I wanted to encourage you to create these emotional check-ins, however often you want to, however often you need to, you know, you could do it on a weekly, a monthly shoot. If you need it, do it every day, like whatever it is. I just want you to stop and you can either journal or you can just think in silence and just say, Camille, where are you today? Where's your mind? How are you feeling? What is your mood? What kind of things do you want to do today? 
Are you feeling like you just want to stay in the bed? Why, sis? Are you feeling like you want to get out and exercise? Okay, get out there, get on that bike now before you talk yourself out of it. Like those are the things that you need to do in order to keep yourself emotionally regulated. And I'm not saying that that's the only thing that you need to do. You know, obviously if there are other things that help, do what you got to do, but this is absolutely a part of it. The reflection, the evaluation, the understanding, the way we are, and really doing that heart work, that nitty gritty, ugly heart work, the beauty that comes out of it is amazing. And um, I think there's so much more to us than we ever truly tap into. And I don't want you to miss out on that. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. Oh, I did want to mention one other thing. So um, today is Wednesday, May 25th. And yesterday there was a terrible shooting in Texas at a school where multiple children from the ages or from the grades of second, third, and fourth grade. And um, I think a few adults as well were killed by a gunman who decided to enter this school and open fire on these innocent kids. And at this point, it is unclear why he decided to do that. Um, but I remember I was at work last night. And like when I got to work, one of my nurse friends told me what happened. And I was like, what? No, I can't believe that. And then I saw Biden was addressing the country. And so I stopped in my patient's room who was watching it. And I just sat and I... The anger that is inside of me because this happened. The sadness, y'all, that is inside of me because this happened. The fear, oh my God, that is inside of me because this happened. I cannot even fully verbalize what's going on. I text my fiance yesterday when I was watching um, Biden's address to the country about it. And I told him, I said, this shooting has me feeling all kinds of ways. I don't know how to even really settle myself to form, um, you know, a coherent emotional thought, right? But the one thing that my mind keeps going to is the fact that I am afraid for our children, not just my children, but our children. Like seriously, I can't send my kids to school now without worrying that somebody might go in there and hurt them. And y'all, I dropped my kids off to school this morning and no one was answering So they don't let anybody into the school anyway because of COVID. It's preschool. So parents aren't allowed into the school only if you have badge access. So when you drop them off, you have to knock on the door. Someone will come to the door and get the kids. So y'all literally, I went to drop them off at the door and knocked. No one came. Knocked again. No one came. And in the back of my head, I was thinking, did something happen? Why is no one answering this door? Like, what is going on? Like, why am I rushing to that thought? There is a fear inside of me that my children will not be able to grow up, you know, and experience the joys of childhood and school and making friends and doing things in public places the way that I did, because there is this threat that some crazy person will open fire on my babies, on our babies. Y'all, it is terrifying. I mean, these kids didn't even have a chance to start life. They didn't have a chance to experience life. And it is, it's so unclear. Not that it even matters. It shouldn't happen in the first place, but it's so unclear as to why this man did this. 
this boy, this coward, went in, you know, in army attire, suited up with machine rifles. I don't understand, y'all. For the life of me, I, I don't know what would make somebody do that. And I know there are those of you who will say he was mentally ill, whatever. I know there's been some reports saying that he was bullied. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of it. But what I will say, you know, in these instances, we have to figure out how we're going to prevent someone with a mental illness this serious from attaining these weapons and being able to do the things that this man did, like mental illness or not. There needs to be checks and balances in place so that things like this don't happen. And the crazy thing is that this is not our first go around, yet we're doing it all again. I really just pray this time that as a country, we will make some headway as far as our gun regulation and um, mental health screenings when it comes to purchasing these um, these weapons. I'm so serious, y'all. The babies, we are, they are killing our babies. I cannot, I do not want to live in a world where that is a fear. I dropped my kids off to school this morning and I prayed for them and I prayed for all the kids in all schools that they would go to school and be safe, that the parents would have peace of mind, that their children were safe, that they would make it home at the end of the day, that the teachers would return home to their families, that everyone in the school would be protected. You know, I never thought that I would have to pray a prayer that I pray my kids make it home at the end of the day. And I pray their teachers make it home to their families at the end of the day. But I'm praying that prayer and I'm not letting go because I know that God has a hand on us, has a hand on this whole situation and that evil will not prevail. We already know that God has the victory over any of these attacks that the devil has tried to play. And, um, it's just so, so unfortunate. My thoughts, my prayers, my condolences all go to all of the families who are suffering. I can't even imagine. I don't even want to imagine being in their shoes, but my heart cries out to them and my prayers are with them. Okay, you guys, I'm praying. I know we ended this on kind of a heavy note, um, but this is recent current events and, um, it's important that we talk about these things and that we use this platform responsibly to bring light to issues that need correcting and need discussion and change. And so um, that's all I'm going to do for today. I hope you guys enjoyed our little chat and um, I hope you can take away some good things from today's episode. Like I said, get in contact with me if you need to. I'm always open to talk and engage with you guys. Um, all of everything will be listed inside the show notes as always. And I will see you all in another episode. Bye, you guys. Love y'all.